You read her every day at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com. You've probably downloaded this podcast at work. Be warned, this podcast contains frank discussions of sexuality, SM, and perhaps even a lawn gnome joke or two. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time again for the Mistress's Podcast. I give you the one, the only, the Mistress. Brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen. The Mistress is in the house. She's been drinking alcohol. (laughs) And she has a letter that she is looking forward to having me read for you. We've wound her up, I've given her caffeine, now I've given her alcohol, and now we've given her a bully pulpit. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, the mistress. Thank you. I'm just going to interject. I see you're enjoying yourself. I'm just going to interject that all these podcasts that make reference to alcohol, we're all at the same sitting, okay? So I don't drink every single time I podcast. This is one long set that we're doing, so... If you're listening to a bunch of these, you know, as they get released, know that this is all one evening, okay? Don't be calling up AA for me, because it's And not. technically, it's all the same Mike's Hard Lemonade, too, she's been drinking. It's a two-liter one, but what the it's heck? The you heck? know, I mean... <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm, uh, we're, we're here. We're here doing a, a podcasting session. This is our third, and I'm nice, I am nicely kind of wound up, because mm-hmm. I, can, I can... Monk knows how to get me into rant mode. Here's and here, here's one. Ranting. I, I, I'd like, I like to think that after six years, I can still arouse her. All right. <clears throat> so, shall we begin with the letter, or shall we begin with the? Begin with the letter. Now, now, this letter came to me. For, this is someone that I actually know in real life. Um, I know her. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart of a gal, and uh, and you know, I... actually, she left clothing in my office. You really? still have clothing in my office, girl. Really? Article? Yes. Oh my. Oh my. Well, there's a story. Okay. Scandalized yet? <laughs> so I'm going to give her letter a lot of attention. All right. Much like I gave her article of clothing a lot of attention. Sniffing it. Caramillas. <laughs> uh, I'm doing Okay. Ready. Here we go. In your many years as a sex worker, I know you have worked in group environments such as strip clubs and... F-B-S-T parlors. I had to explain what that meant, too. What does that mean? Full body sensual touch. A massage hey, parlor. massage. Jack Shack. Did you find that most of your coworkers to be emotionally unstable, prone to self-denial, and astoundingly sex negative? How much of your sex-positive, kinky, polyamorous ways did you reveal? Did you ever feel pity for the other ladies because of how much they hate themselves for being sex workers? Did you ever want to strangle a coworker's boyfriend for guilt-tripping her about her line of work, especially if they met because he had been one of her clients, and particularly, again with the emphasis, if he is financially mooches off of her? I apologize if my question has turned into a rant. Feel free to edit as much as you like. Oh, darling, we are not editing at all. Signed, <laughs> your biggest fan. Uh, well, thank you, darling. Well, it's another one of those where I could just say, yep. rant complete thank you very much that's a one word rant right there I have uh, been a sex worker for a certain number of years and I have worked in group environments uh, like um, central Mm -hmm. touch parlors um, and other kind of places where a group of women basically you kind of all sit around together for hours on end and wait for someone to show up that is a situation that is just fraught with potential to be like a Jerry Springer show because yeah um, 
and people are really going to hate me for this, but I'm just going to go out and say it because I've, you know, been drinking my side lemonade. I would say 75 to 80% of women working in group sex work environments are either dumb as a rock or crazy as hell. What if they're dumb as hell and crazy as a rock? That works too. Yeah. Okay, got it. I'm sorry, but there are just a lot of really flaky people, really flaky people, working in group environments in the sex industry. And the reason that they're there is because they lack the discipline and intelligence to create um, a standalone system for themselves. They have to have someone else create a structure because they can't get their themselves together to, you know, have a space, advertise, create a revenue stream. They just can't do it. Now, some of the women are there because they're new and they haven't learned how to do that yet or because they have something else that prevents them from, from doing that. Uh, they, they're going to school. This is a very short-term thing for them. They don't want to invest in that long-term. But um, that's the 20%, 80% of them dumb as a rock, crazy as hell. Okay. Um, so knowing this young lady who wrote the letter as I do, I'm going to say to you, and I think this is probably true of a lot of a lot of other women in the industry, the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do in dealing with your coworkers is just keep your mouth shut. Zip it. Zip it. Big bucket of zip. Shh. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of shh right here. I got a whole bunch of shh. Because, yeah, you were going to see dramas played out in the dressing room that would put Jerry Springer to shame. All right. And there's nothing you can do about it. These people are, you, you can't fix these people. You're not a therapist. You're not their therapist. No. They're not, they don't want your help. I mean, no matter what they say, they don't, they're not going to accept it. There's not, I mean, and if the minute you start trying to sort of tell them, okay, now you're emotionally engaged in their drama. Um, they and think, their drama becomes your drama. Yeah, and you don't want that. They think that you're engaged, um, and you at some level think that you're engaged. Drama's sort of like nuclear waste. You know, you just don't want to get it on you. You don't want it to splash. You just, yeah. yeah just it's like... Keep it buried in a mountain away. It's like it's like pig pen and peanuts. You know, this guy's like, they just walk by, and the shit's going to get everywhere, and you just mm-hmm. want to step, step away so you don't get any on you. I know. It kills me. Watch these women, and you think... Okay, I see you're in the self-destructive cycle. If you just kind of opened your mind to some new ideas and ditched that loser boyfriend of yours, and yeah, no, 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 don't try. So what you have to do is just shut your mouth. Okay. And then you have to decide if you know the good things about the working environment that you're in are worth the bad things about the environment of working in. Because you know most of the time when it's like you know when your work is really stressful, it's not the clients; it's the other women. <laughs> will make you crazy because they're crazy well it's funny because you know i mean even my interactions that i've had as a sex worker with other like female sex workers and male sex workers yeah it crosses the board it's not just girls that are crazy well, a lot of true. guys too yeah that is very true um i've had obviously less less um close up experience with guys and uh, so yeah but so most of the women who are smart and sane and kind of have their act together go through a period of working in a, in a group environment, although they don't always, and then go, oh, well, this is for the birds. I need to go out and be independent. And then they do. So they mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. So there's this constant kind of trickle of women through those environments, but the women who who stay long-term, unless they have something going on, like they didn't, you know, another job, school, something like that, that really just compels them to be there and yet not work independently, are women who are too, for want of a better term, fucked up, to do anything else. That's, that's, that, 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 any kind of group environment is almost always entry-level sex work. Okay, so this is the McDonald's. They, this they, is they, McDonald's. They're working the fry, fryers. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's, yeah, no, you mean, yeah, I, I experienced that too, and I learned, once I got caught up in enough people's dramas, to just shut my mouth. So the important advice here, darling, is keep quiet. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Dip, 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 dip. We have a little bit of time left in this podcast. Okay. Before before we sure. move on, <clears throat> and we've been having this running um, shtick going for a while about fisting. I thought it was about lawn gnomes. Well, yes, and to answer Doctor Dick, two lawn gnomes. There's plenty. As long as you know the lawn gnomes pretty well and have had them previously tested because you don't want any lawn gnomes with lawn cakes, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They're kind of pointy little people, aren't they? Those hats and stuff? Dude, think about the fucking wheelbarrow. Oh, oh, I don't, okay. Well, right. hey, speaking of wheelbarrows, we've been talking about fisting lately. A whole <laughs> bunch. So, you know, lawn gnomes with wheelbarrows is nothing. I No, I, okay, I... I am a fisting expert uh, when it comes to women. I have mm-hmm. fisted women for love these many years in the in the in the pussy, um, and and then uh, what should become? But that my my darling monk recently joined the ranks. Joined the ranks. Now, for those who've not seen me before, I have hands the size of small hams. You have very. I mean, you're a, but you're a man, and you're I'm a big guy. I'm six foot. Some six foot something tall, and you have hands in proportion to. Your feet and other you know parts. What they of say you. about guys with yeah. big hands, <laughs> large gloves. Yeah, be that as it may. Yeah, you have hands that are perfectly in proportion to a six foot tall. Mm-hmm. Size yeah. eleven feet, big ass hands. Yeah. Yes. And so, for these years, she has told me about fisting, and I'm like, yeah, right. No chick would let me get near her cooch with these hands. Huh. Nah. Yeah, I got my first taste of it. But then you, most recently, also, my darling. Well, I yeah, I have fisted a lot of girls um, in, in in the vagina, but I had never actually fisted a guy in the ass. And now I've recently been fisting a guy in the ass, and woo, that's fun. Uh, I've secretly been teasing her, calling her, uh, making the human hand puppet. I've been calling her Jim Henson. Uh, well, you know, um, I, I, yeah, I'm just not gonna go down that path because I. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun, uh, and I really, you know, I wanted to be the right person at the right time, very careful, mm-hmm. very, because it's just one of those kink things where, okay, if you do this wrong... You'd really hurt somebody. Yeah, anally, you could really mess someone up. Vaginally, the risks are lower. I mean, you could be sore, you could be stretched, you could even be like, a little bruised, but that actually is a channel designed to withstand... A lot of abuse. A lot of abuse, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a baby just would come out of that, your fist can usually go in... You know, with or without pleasure to her. Now that's the question, but because you ain't fisting me, yeah, you're so not fisting me. Oh no, darling. no, oh no. We're gonna melon ball instead, but we'll talk about that another time. No, podcast. no, no. I found this the, the butch dyke with the smallest hands on this continent, and she could not get her hand in my pussy. I'm just, I'm just a petite girl. Um, I can't believe I just told you that. But um, so yeah. Wow, do I, I want to make some bad jokes right now? Oh my god. <laughs> we're out of time, really. I'm we're sure. we're out of time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you and good night. <laughs> this has been the Mistresses Podcast. If you like what you've heard, check her out at mistressmatisse.com or read her daily blog at mistressmatisse.blogspot.com.